do not. Did, did you forget the intro, Garrett? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here uh, we go. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Commercial Break, the show where we talk about all things geopolitical destabilization. I'm your host, Garrett, joined by my co-host, Connor, and my co-host, Jared. Nice. Uh, So, yeah, I wanted to start off the show with some geopolitical destabilization. (laughs) You mean the 9-11 Part 2 episode? Yes. Mm, That episode is one... uh, I hope doesn't get resurfaced in a couple of years. Oh yeah, uh, you mean no? Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, obviously, everyone listening. Hey, it knows can't this. resurface what? if we leave it on the surface the whole time, bringing it up over and over. I'm trying to, you know, get clicks. That was a good tease of that <laughs> episode. Like to Ooh, what's in that episode? You know what I mean. Yeah, what? go back and listen, please. Go back Whatever listen. episode number that was, Garrett will cut that in. Episode number? Nine. Nine, eleven. Eleven. Okay. <laughs> <Christ>. <laughs> um, so, Russia invaded Ukraine recently. We all know this. And I'm not going to summarize what the hell is going on there. Because why? don't get your news from us. That's dumb. But I wanted to give a quick review of how the media has been covering it a little bit. Specifically, a lot of media sources have been giving us analogies to allow us to comprehend what is happening for our, our dumb little brains. For our, our dumb little, little brains. brains. Most of them are pretty standard stuff. Oh, Russia's a schoolyard bully, you know, Bullying the more help, the younger, more helpless <laughs> child in yeah. Ukraine. Garrett, I can. You are struggling to say this already. Yeah, damn, dude. <laughs> like, are you having a fucking stroke right now? What's going? Like, I don't. Like, I don't know. Am I? Do need these analogies? Yes. Yeah, hey, is your audio coming out at like point seven five speed, or like is the internet lagging? Like, why have you? I hope it's the internet. It's <laughs> slowly. The roast is trouble. Jesus. <laughs> Okay, fine. I'll speed it up. There's another analogy that was like something about a train. Like Russia's a big choo-choo train or something. Going, up, going east at 15 miles an hour and the Ukraine is going west at 30 miles an hour. Also, Jesus Christ, don't call it the Ukraine. The country's the oh, fucking... Sorry, Ukraine. Garrett said that before recording. Now stuck in my head. The Ukraine. Yeah, I love how you just threw him under the bus, too. Blame it on me again. <laughs> the Italy. <laughs> yeah, right? God damn it. Yeah, or like the United States. Like the oh, wait. <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> All right. Talk about analogies, Garrett. Okay, this is the last, <laughs> the last analogy. And this is the one that really got me thinking about this segment. Uh, Bill Maher, Maher, whatever, on his show compared Russia to Kanye West, Ukraine to Kim Kardashian, and NATO to Pete Davidson. He said, quote, the relationship between Ukraine, Kardashian, and NATO, Davidson, just drives Russia crazy. Just last week, Russia demanded Billie Eilish apologize to Travis Scott, end quote. 
fuck so, is going on? That, where exactly. did they come from? Yeah, I, no, I don't know. Yeah, who I, are they? Well, no, I, we know who they are, but who are they? I think Kanye did demanded uh-huh. Billy Eilish apologize to Travis Scott. And so Russia did that in this analogy. But who Billie Eilish are and Travis Scott are on like the geopolitical world, I do not know. That was not explained. Yeah, because that like that really seemed like that was just a curveball you're throwing at me. Like I can only focus on three actors at a time. So right. the extra Billie Eilish plus I don't even know who the fifth person you mentioned was, but I got nothing. Yeah. You know, it's it's like in when you read like complicated like philosophy papers or whatever, they like very clearly define everything. They're like, when I say this, what I mean is, and then they'll explain it so that every time they say this, that's what they mean. You can't just throw random celebrities in there unless you're also explaining which country they're analogous to, to make an analogy. Sorry, I'm spicy today. Uh, Hey, Jared, what uh, philosophy papers are you reading? I read, I took a philosophy class at CSM when I was 19 years old um, from Professor Balls. And that was his real name. (laughs) That's sad. And I remember that I took I took the class and I was like, oh, this is a little harder than I want it to be. Oh, and no. then we had to do we had to do like a test where we had to get like these blue books, right? And like write in an essay. And I remember I was writing and my pen like ran out of ink. So I yeah. tried to like scratch in letters <laughs> like as I could. And then I was like, this isn't gonna work. So I just folded it up, turned it in, maybe like a paragraph in, and then walked out and never went back to class. Beautiful. <laughs> Uh, yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to come out hot there. That's sorry, right. you are feeling spicy today. Yeah. I, dude, I'm, I'm super spicy today. I've, I, I've had a couple of late days, and I am tired, and it's coming out purely as angst. Ooh, full, full of anger and angst. I like it. Um, Garrett, yeah, Jared. Explain, that, explain the analogy a little more. I don't from Bill Maher. What did he say? What else did he say? I don't know. He just like I don't even know. I didn't watch the whole thing. It was too stupid. <laughs> I just read about it. Good research for us. <laughs> Does that make Why us like a on spot like that? This is the worst intro. This is the worst first segment we've ever had. Um, <laughs> okay, I'll 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 pivot. So Sid showed me a video of that was explaining the Ukraine conflict. And the analogy was, it was a TikTok. And it was like that NATO is a group of girl besties. And Ukraine wants to be in that group of best friends because, you know, if anyone fucks with the besties, you fuck with all the besties. True. And they'll like rip your shit apart. You know, and you don't want to fuck with this yeah. group of mean girls. But then that's what Russia is like picking on this other girl who like wants to be part of the group. But this girl isn't part of the group yet. So she's like, well, we can't do anything, but we can give you sanctions. And then that's where I forgot how they, how, they, how, they, how do mean girls fuck with your money? So I guess it went, just went to regular politics after that. <laughs> that's when an analogy says, and that's where this analogy stops. And I'll just tell you what's actually happening. Yeah, it's like a very, it, they all break down like very quickly. Yes, very, very quickly. So maybe we could give a shot at, giving some analogies mm, okay let's think for this conflict uh here's here's mine uh ukraine is a woman posting anywhere online that she plays video games and oh, russia no. is any number of men on the internet telling her she isn't a real gamer i'm not going to explain it um, any further than that that's and then good. twitter twitter is nato backing up 
the the gamer girl being like if she says she plays video games then she does play video games there you go um, I mean, that that's pretty is good. um that's an that's an analogy right there that's yeah a killer one. Jared, did you come up with one, or are you still spinning the wheels? Because I'm spinning the wheels right now. All right, I'll spin. I'll spin my wheels live on air. Let's do it. Um, <laughs> okay, you Ukraine is like, uh, like, like uh, a a Pidgey, right? It's like a Pidgey that that is wild. Yeah, in Pokemon. Okay, and NATO Pokemon. is like is like um, the 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 main trainer with like a starter and already has a nice team going and Pidgey yeah. wants to be part of the team. Right. Yeah. And this Pidgey, it's got a lot of potential. Could have Pidgeot, Pidgeotto, like Whoa. pretty good. Right. Whoa. But, uh, well, what, who fights Pidgey in that opening? Doesn't like Nidoran is like picking on Pidgey. Nidoran boy, of course. <laughs> yeah, obviously. And obviously Nidoran boy grows to be real strong too. Nid- Nido queen. No, Nido king. Really, really tough, but a whole trainer with, you know, Charmander and whatever else they got, like they can kick their butt. Yeah, (laughs) yes, I'm thinking a lot. It's Charmander, Germany. Say all you need to do is say one thing is Ukraine and the other thing is Russia. But Pidgey, that was the assignment. But since Pidgey hasn't been caught, all the trainer can do is impose sanctions on the Nido King and economically block him. All right, I got one for you. And I, I <laughs> all the analogies break down with sanctions. Yes, of course. As soon as you impose sanctions, nothing makes any sense. I've almost worked through mine, so it might make sense. So, okay. uh, Ukraine is my leg, and oh, Russia yes. is my cat when he's feeling spicy. And uh-huh. he wants to get all up on my leg, and he wants to fight me. But NATO, aka me, comes in and goes, no, 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 you can't fuck with that leg or else I don't give you treats. Oh, and, and the treats. Oh, sanctions. like talking about sanctions. Jesus Christ, that, that one was, was I think Connor, I think you had the best one. Thank you. Speaking of cats. Yeah, we're yes. segueing out of this one. Uh, hey, sure. uh, let's wait. Let's write, let's write that segment. Oh, uh, my God. That was. Yeah, that's a really paragraph and a, a five-page long blue book. Hmm. Yeah, I'm just gonna go with really bad. <laughs> That's fair. We um, tried our best. <laughs> I I rank it a um, hundred thousand Maltov cocktails. That's a lot. Yeah, That's it's a lot. a lot. I saw a video yeah. of people making a fuck like kids making a bunch. What? I like how it was, like, it was like an ice cream social. <laughs> I like how like rating the segment segment is. Just destroys any smooth transition. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. We can't stop rating the segments. People love the rating of segments. If you're listening to this, message Garrett and tell him how much you love rating segments. Okay, what if I get zero messages? Can we kill the rate the segment segment? No. Mm. <laughs> no, the yeah. answer is no. Okay, fair enough. Connor, go ahead. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> am, I, am I allowed to spend you now? Yeah, okay, back to it. Yeah, so I... Uh, pause. So, the worst transition. <laughs> we're, we're trying our best. Uh, Jared, you are a cat owner, yes? Yes. Garrett, you have grown up around a lot of cats, yes? Yes. Hey, uh, I cat kids. Yeah. How much uh, How much do your cats shit? You know what? It seems like Simon shits a lot. Okay. What does that mean? Like, are you talking frequency or volume? Uh, volume can't what be are that you high. About? <laughs> I, will, I will answer that question, but I want to know your answers first. Let's see. Maybe let me ask my resident cat consultant. 
Um, Sydney, will you come here for a second? She says no. How often does Simon shit, would you say? Once a day, and how? What volume of shit do you think Simon <laughs> creates? I don't. I scoop his lower box sometimes. No one believes you. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I do forget when you're out of town because I'm lazy and forgetful. But but you <laughs> this long. Oh, that's helpful wide. for everyone listening. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> one <laughs> finger long you. and one finger wide. Are you serious? So you mean like a finger size? Yeah, yeah so finger size. Approximately a finger. But do you think he he poops more than one of those at a time? Or like... I guess we're not watching. He goes in his little furniture that has the pooper in it. Yeah. Litter box. Sometimes two are connected with a piece of hair, and sometimes they get connected to his butt, and like he walks around with it. Okay, and this you is... Can... Jared? <laughs> Jared, too detailed. <laughs> <laughs> all right Connor, continue uh, sorry yeah, the re- the reason i ask is because i swear to god aspen shits out like a third of his volume of his total cat volume like almost daily mm-hmm. and like i don't think i'm overfeeding him he's getting like a little bit chubbier because he was a small boy you know but now mm. i like I, I don't know do i need to take him to a doctor he's shitting a lot <laughs> No, well, you have to use the rule of, like, dogs shit, like, half their body weight every time they shit. Okay, that's not true. Like, that's, they just shit, they <laughs> shit is, so much, and it doesn't make any no, sense how it happens. No, so you have to assume cats do half roughly their about body the weight. Excuse What are you me? talking about? Dogs are just poop machines. You feed them, and they just turn it into poop, like, as fast as possible. You know, I, like, I have, like, my parents have, like, an 80-pound dog at home. Do you think he's producing 40 pounds of shit per day? Ask you think- your dad and your mom how often they pick up dog poop. It, I guarantee it feels like it's 40 pounds <laughs> worth of shit a day. It's, it could not even be close to, like, five pounds oh no get a scale let's find yeah. out let's, okay. let's get some field some field re- let's make kelly what and this? measure all of her every day uh, I, I, I told you i okay audience i came on and i said hey i have some musings that i came up with when i was walking back from uh, back home from after the <laughs> clinic work uh you want me to throw them in and uh, they said, ah, sure. And I said, we should throw them in. So actually, it is my fault that we're doing this. <laughs> I mean, Gary, it's your turn to talk about cat shit. I have this implicit <laughs> trust in you to, like, when you say, oh, I have something, that's like, <laughs> <laughs> some substance to it. What, Garrett, haven't you known there is me substance. for, like, The substance is just cat shit. Yeah, Garrett, you've known shit. me for 15 years. There's no substance to most of what I do. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I mean, there's no substance to this podcast in yeah. general, so... This yeah, is ear junk I guess food. It's fine. Yeah, hey, Jared, quick question. Uh, which segment do you think was worse so far? Hey, good I was honestly shit. debating in my mind. I'm not sure. Well, if only there was a segment where we rated all the segments so we could judge them back to back and see which one was better. But we don't rate, like, our ratings are also useless in that sense because, like, mm. we just say uh, it was like two scoops of ice cream. Like, that's the rating. I rate this segment two scoops of cat litter. Uh, uh, I rate this segment like 35% of your body weight. <laughs> I rate this segment really bad. <laughs> oh, so it's me- just about as bad as the last one. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't decide. <laughs> it's equal. You want, me to move on? you want me to move on to my second music? Yeah, second music. Let's hear it. Uh, <laughs> this is what happens the- when Connor and I take over the structure <laughs> from Karen. <laughs> what do you think the most metal holiday is? 
like metal hardcore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like metal music. Yeah. Hmm. Not like the holiday that uses the most metallic components. Because that'd probably be Christmas. <laughs> Just make yeah, sure. definitely. Yeah. No, you're good. Hmm. Sorry, that, the, the spice metal is still in the back of my voice. I'm not uh not trying to release it yet. Hmm. Well, isn't right. like isn't Fat Tuesday the day that Jesus was crucified? Is it? Because Good Friday is when he know. comes back. I, oh no, Easter is when he comes back. So maybe yeah. Good Friday is when he was crucified. Like that's pretty metal. That is pretty metal. To celebrate the torturing of a human being is pretty metal. I was going to say Halloween, but I think Dia de los Muertos specifically Ooh. is a little more metal, just because of the even more emphasis on like skulls and bones. Mm-hmm. That's extra metal. skully. Yeah. I also want to nominate the Fourth of July. Fireworks of explosions, yeah, exactly. Explosions, are, are kind of metal, metal, or are they more like like are they? I guess they're hair metal. Yeah, you know? I like hair metal. Yeah, okay, yeah. That, I, that tracks. Yeah. I take it back. I take it back. I'm into well, yeah, fireworks I, being metal. A good yeah. metal show's got like pyrotechnics, and what are pyrotechnics if not fireworks? Exactly. Okay, true. Mm-hmm. I but uh, you're both wrong. The answer is Ash Wednesday, which is today when we're recording. Oh shit, oh, that's a pretty because you put ash on your face that is pretty hardcore yeah so i looked it up because i didn't actually know what ash wednesday was i just mm-hmm. know that people draw like the ash cross on their foreheads and it's like mm-hmm. okay already pretty metal but uh pretty metal. so what is it's a day of uh repentance where christians confess their sin to profet- profess their devotion to god and uh the ashes symbolize both death and repentance which like that's pretty metal dude that is pretty metal. Let me put the sign of the way that, like, my lord was uh, murdered on my forehead and think about death all day. Hell yeah. That I'm, is pretty metal. It's pretty metal. Okay, I have a story to tell that's tangentially related. Yeah, let's do it. Can I have okay. one more nomination? Yeah, totally. Um, um, or you have one, Garrett. Y- yeah, I have one. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry, I thought you were asking for one. <laughs> okay. Um, so the Jewish holiday of Passover. Okay. One of the, it's like, it's celebrating the Jews uh, leaving Egypt mm-hmm. and being freed as slaves. That's but, pretty metal. Um, the metal part is like Moses, the Jewish guy went to the Pharaoh and he was like, Hey, if you don't free us, God is going to bring down seven or 10 plagues on you all. Egyptians and here are the 10 plagues that the story says happens number one blood rains from the sky oh already winner yeah okay yeah you're right but also i love the way that you said that with the pause after blood because plague number one blood Blood. yeah yeah okay blood Uh, rains i'll 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 run through the real quick number two frogs i guess Up everywhere. I don't know. Did, did Moses I don't know. Because was he like uh blood? He like started off real strong and went um frogs. frogs. <laughs> he like lost steam real quick on what could be scary. I feel like he had like an order set in his head and he lost his place and needed like more. Uh-huh. Time. Yeah, yeah. I feel like blood should come later. But yeah, okay. Right. Number three is lice. Number four yeah. is flies. Like I guess flies go everywhere. So Number five is. Yeah, I don't know. Number five is pestilence. Is that, that just like, like associated? Yeah. Okay, yeah. but sure. Yeah. Number six is boils. Like I guess like people got boils on their skin. Oh, that's metal. That's Number cool. seven is hail. Cool. That's Number eight. Number eight. Break. 
The um, hail is a break in the weather. Yeah, but it's also, it's the most metal type of weather. Uh, I take it back. That's not the most metal type of weather. Mm-hmm. But these these last two, number nine and number ten, are really metal. Okay. Uh, number nine, Eternal Darkness. So oh, hell yeah. Oh, and <laughs> number ten, and you know, this one is, it might be seen as extreme, but uh, killing of every firstborn child of every Egyptian family. It's a classic. That, I mean, you know, classic uh, Bible stuff. Yeah, right. So, uh, so I'm going to put that uh, up in the list of, of metal holidays. Although, like, the actual celebration of the holiday, not that metal anymore. L- yeah, less metal, but the story's pretty metal. The story's metal. Yeah, okay. It really does sound like he had a really good idea. Last team was like, I uh, just started naming animals. And then forgot animals like uh, pestilence. <laughs> and then he had some good ideas. Hail yeah. was where he's like, well, we all have one day off. And it's just going to be hail. <laughs> And then he's like, and then I'm feeling good, so I'm going to throw in, and the murder of every firstborn as he goes over the top. You got a little carried away at the end. Yeah. What day came before uh, Hail, Garrett? Uh, Boils. Boils is good. Yeah, maybe Boils was, like, so intense, they're like, you get a day off to deal with those Boils. (laughs) One day to deal with the Boils. I don't know if they, like, I can't remember if they did, like, one after the other, or if they just, like, stacked, you know? Oh, that'd be cool. Like yeah, they like, all happened I mean, at once. Well, surely the boils don't go away, you know. Right. Like you, you got boils on that day, but then it started hailing, and you still got boils. Yeah. Yeah, the boils aren't going. It's not what going away in one day. No. Anyway, there you go. <laughs> um. Okay. Wait. Let me go back to my. I'm backtracking. Backpedal. 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 Back to my yeah. story. Speaking of Ash Wednesday. Right, so. Oh. Yeah. Far back. So, and it also has nothing to do with, well, I guess it's, whatever, let me tell the story. So, <laughs> so I was in, I was in Italy when I was like 19, right? And I'm, I'm going around, I'm getting on the train, I'm trying to ride, I'm trying to get to France, right? So I'm on the train, it's late at night, and I'm going, and all of a sudden, like, it comes to a stop, and the conductor just like, it's like, that's it, that's the end of the train, everyone off. I'm like, well, but I was like supposed to go, like like all the way to another country. Like I had farther to go. He's like, no train's done. Come on off. So like everyone got off and I was like, what the fuck? And so I was like, okay, well I'll get like a hotel. So I got a hotel and they were pissed that I didn't call before. I was like, well, I didn't know I had to call before because I was supposed to be on the train. I was supposed to be like, I wasn't supposed to be here. So I stay at the hotel. And then when I wake up, I go outside and there are so many people around and they're all carrying like these plants and they have like these, these sticks with loudspeakers like on like it's like a stick going up and then like a horizontal stick with loudspeakers on either end they're chanting through it i'm like what the fuck is happening like it must be like some sort of i assume train connected to this must be like a worker strike this is like some sort of strike (laughs) that like italy is just going on italy is all going on strike like wow that's crazy so there's no trains no cars no anything so i decided to walk to france and i ended up walking like eight hours up through like the Italian countryside on the side of the highway to get to France where the trains were working again. But I didn't know that the plants they were carrying were palms and that those, the thing carrying the law speaker was just a cross and it was Palm Sunday. And those were prayers being shouted through the speakers. Oh. <laughs> I was just funny. dumb. <laughs> Bad timing on that one. Bad timing and a lack of Christian knowledge. True. Should we write that segment? Write that story. That's all right. <laughs> write the story. <laughs> I t- I, that's my answer for both of them. I, 
I think actually we did a great job with talking about holidays. I think we learned a lot. Carl, that was a good music. It was good. Thank you. Yeah, good music. Thank you. It was uh, take a wild guess to think how I thought about that. Mm. Realized it was Ash Wednesday and thought, that's a pretty metal holiday. No, just passed by someone with a cross on their forehead. And I'm like, oh, that makes sense. Must be Ash mm. Wednesday. Nice. I assumed you were Googling holidays. <laughs> no, I did have to Google uh, my, the, like the tab right next to this one is just why Ash Wednesday. That's where I got all the information from. You know, I learned a lot and I hope you all did too. Yeah. I always forget about Yeah, I don't know anything about those. No. I didn't know. Pa- I knew somewhat about the plagues or the, what were they called again? Was it plagues? Yeah. Plagues I, I watched Rugrats going, but I, I didn't know that Passover was the one about that. Yeah, that's the one. There that's you go. a cool one. Yeah. All right, I rate that segment nine out of ten plagues. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just rated boils. I'll rate it <laughs> Eternal Darkness. There we go. Hell yeah. Um. Okay. Let's uh very quickly head to commercial break. This episode is sponsored by Head Speakerphones. Head Speakerphones is a bold new fashion statement. Listen to your music, but also let everyone know how cool, hip, indie, and underground you are by broadcasting your music choices as well. The Head Speakerphones introduce a brand new innovation in audio technology, the two-way speaker. One half of the speaker plays your music like any other set of headphones straight into your ear with impeccable quality. The other half of the two-way speaker turns it around and plays the music outwards. You can walk around listening to your music in peace while simultaneously getting noticed for how sick your music taste is. Thank you to Head Speakerphones for sponsoring this episode. All right, and that was commercial break and we're back to commercial break. Uh, if we ever have that sponsor again, I'm leaving. You're, you're what? I'm leaving the podcast. For we are boycotting again. the podcast. <laughs> we're getting it taken off of Spotify if head speaker phones are ever on this podcast again guys they're paying us a lot of money for these ads we the leader of head speaker phone was at the january 6th insurrection yeah we (laughs) can't be bought all right garrett no amount of money can take our morals i I would if i had money five dollars right now you'd say anything (laughs) i love head speaker (laughs) phone i can't wait to play them out loud for everyone i know Uh, okay, at the on the last episode, I asked our audience, our listeners, to send some ideas in of what we should talk about, and I got some responses. So hopefully, we can Yay. let's talk about those things that our audience asked us about. Did I, did, did I present that well? I think it made sense. Garrett, don't get self-conscious because we were roasting you earlier. We still (laughs) love you and want you to do well. Yeah. Also, any sign of weakness, I will jump on. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. I have a a pitch for a future episode. We should do do a honey roast where we roast each other really nice. Because we just give each other compliments? Yeah, but it has to be kind of funny. Okay. (laughs) Because it's it's not roast if it's not funny. True. Uh, Okay. Or maybe we have past guests on to honey roast all three of us, and then we each get a turn to honey roast all of them. That'd be cute, and it'd be funny. Never mind. Never mind. Why don't you do regular roast? No, I don't want to, because I want to to do it without you knowing. (laughs) Okay, sick. (laughs) 
Well, regular roasts are mean, Garrett, and I love my friends, and I don't want to be mean to them <laughs> unless it's on the mic. All right, we're gonna we're gonna do some topics. We're gonna tell us Garrett's some stuff. Wor- he's working on something. Yes, here are some suggestions <laughs> <laughs> that we got. Oh, uh, the first one is food allergies. <laughs> I wonder okay. who submitted that one. <laughs> Anyone here allergic to food no. of any kind? I mean, like, I think I'm allergic to like a preservative that they use in shellfish. Like, because mm-hmm. like if I eat shitty sushi, then I get like a scratchy throat, like you know, puffy eyes, runny nose, that stuff. Yeah, but it's because you eat shitty sushi, right? Which means it's really just your your wealth and privilege acting out. That must be it. (laughs) (laughs) My affluenza is coming out. (laughs) That's funny. Thank you. I didn't come up with that. Okay, that was a better topic than I thought it was when I first read it. You know, we got to get a little laugh out of it. You got a joke? Hell yeah. I do want to think. Hold on, are you going to name the people who submitted these things? Sure, that was Kira. That was Kira Bomb. Say say thank you, Kira Bomb. Thanks, Cure Bomb. Here's, I mean, Cure Bomb is another couple. Here's another one for Cure Bomb. She <laughs> said, you should have Calvin guest star. He's very funny. He is. He's Which is kind of like, I don't know if it's like implying we're not funny enough. <laughs> <laughs> we need someone who's funny. And I, I, think you're, I think you're right. Calvin is very funny. Yeah. I think it's funny no, that we are. Let's be Cal- Calvin's a funny guy. Hey, okay. I have, a story, about, I have a story about Calvin. Okay. <laughs> wow. All right. Oh, this is so this is I, great. I... Because Calvin is very smart. He's a very smart person, and I know he's very smart. One day in high school, we were walking, and he just said with a straight face, I can't remember what it, what started this, but he told me that if babies are in space, like in like a space station or like in zero gravity, their heads will explode. And for some reason, just because I was like, he's saying it with a straight face, and I know he's really smart. I was like, that's got to be true. These guys will just pop if they're in zero gravity. <laughs> and I believed it until I brought up another time. And he was like, absolutely not. I was fucking with you. There's <laughs> That's real. Uh, yeah, Calvin's like actually pretty good. Calvin's really funny. All right. Future future guest. He will be Calvin. booked. Um, Kira Cray suggested that we talk about me meaning kira yeah she's all right yeah we can talk about her um she has stinky sneezes okay i had i had one of my first stinky sneezes fairly recently oh you you're from your body yes i have had a stinky sneeze like i your body like i had a sneeze and it smelled bad and like it smelled bad like coming out and like the residue you smelled it yeah I mean, like, I didn't, like, sniff my fucking, like, snot. Yeah, in, uh, how, are you, how are you supposed to? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's just, like, when it came out, it smelled bad. And apparently that's a thing. I remember listening to, like, another podcast, like, 15 years ago or whatever. And the guy was freaking out about his sneaky, sneaky sneezes. And I thought he was crazy. And I had a sneaky sneeze. I always assumed it was, like, a fart. Like, you can't smell your own. Oh, unless it's, like, it. unless it's, like, extra bad. Hey, Garrett, can you smell your own farts? Garrett, can you smell your own farts? Yeah, of course. Yeah, okay, good. Same. What? Hey, Jared, I can't. I maybe I don't have stinky farts, but I think I do. I mean, I'm human, and I eat like shit, so like I must have stinky farts. <laughs> I, never, I can never smell them. The only oh. time I can smell them is if they're like so they're like room clearingly bad. Sure. <laughs> Jesus. Which is like okay. it, the points to clear the room, and I'm gonna leave. We've already talked stinky. about shit once. Let's move on from from. Farts. This is all we we know. What this is our wheelhouse. 
Okay. You know, let's move on. Kiro Bomb <laughs> also said, I want Jared to give advice to corporate America. Okay, Garrett, will you play the track? Give me the backing track for this. Uh, something, sure. something intense. Or, hey, corporate America. I got one piece of advice for one piece of advice only. It's kind of sexy. Reverse the pay structure. CEOs make minimum wage. Where fry cooks make a hundred thousand dollars now. All right, take that into account. Do you think CEOs make a hundred thousand dollars? <laughs> the biggest amount of money I could possibly imagine. One hundred thousand dollars. You got it, dude. All right, next next piece of advice. Play it again. Play it again. I need oh, some more. Yeah. I need Start this back music. Start from the top. There's no one. Next piece of advice. You got to stop sending out those emails, man. Like it's, it doesn't help. It doesn't, it just makes me go. I'm not, I'm not going to click on that. I'm not going to buy that. It's counterproductive. Instead, send drawings from the kids of the CEOs. Everyone will want to see that. I totally agree. Hell yeah, Joel. <laughs> God, I didn't know Joel was here. All right. <laughs> Um, Joelle actually gave us a suggestion. She said, Mad Lib, a newspaper article. No. Uh, no. We can do that. No, we, we can easily have. do that. I don't really know what that means. Okay, let's do, just to honor the suggestion, I'm going to write two sentences. Okay. And we're going to Mad Lib it. Okay, give okay. me give me a second. Yeah, totally. Okay, we'll, we'll buy time. Yeah, let's Connor and I are, are great at that. Yeah, totally. Hey, <laughs> Fuck. You <laughs> <laughs> <That> was... had <laughs> yeah, nothing. I I only have one We're more topic. Friends. We can't even talk to each other. I literally have one topic left, Garrett. I don't know. I don't have things. I don't know. I went and I did a dentistry today. I don't fucking know what to talk about. <laughs> I thought that was uh no, that was that was good. Why do I get to talk about Elden Ring? Uh, close to the end. All right, cool. It's a teaser. It's fine. Yeah, it's like this is like the D and D segment where people turn it off. If any Come. other listeners have suggestions on what we should talk about, feel free to DM. Okay, science. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I need. I need. I'll go back and forth. Garrett, I need a body part. Pinky toe. Um, Connor, I need a verb. Gushing. It's a, no, that's it, wait. Ing is an adverb, isn't it? Uh, no, it's yeah. like it's there's a there's a word for this, but it's like uh, it's being used as a verb. Hmm. I tell gush. Yeah, I'm gonna put gush. Oh, Garrett, I need another body part. <laughs> um, nose. Um, and Connor, I need another body part. <laughs> uh, the nose again. But like Got that it. phrase. The nose again. All right. Here's our Mad Lib. Connor and Garrett love pinky toes. They love to gush nose and smell each other's other pinky toes. Or of uh, the other nose. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Thank you, Joel, for that suggestion. <laughs> Um, okay. Um, my brother, um, said 
feedback you received about the show and your response to it. Um, so one thing of feedback we've gotten a lot, or, mm-hmm. you know, that I've heard is like, oh, it's, as positive feedback is like, oh, it's like, it's like I'm having like a conversation with you guys, like you know, like yeah, like hanging out. So I was hoping maybe we could take that a step further and record like a conversation we're having with a listener. This is a great idea. See what I'm saying? Yeah. So we'll have some pauses, you know, for you, the listener to uh, respond to. So I hope if you're, you know, on your walk, in your car, whatever, whenever you listen to this, you speak out loud um, your answer to these to this conversation we're about that. And just so, know we can hear you. Yeah, we can hear you. Um, I, I have a suggestion. Can we do a choose your own adventure podcast? But, that's a good future episode. We'll save that. But we're yeah, gonna do a, li- a little dumb thing right now. Can I do the dumb big daughter? <laughs> fine, fine, fine. Hey, listener, how's it going? Wow, that's Man. so interesting. Yeah, sorry to hear about those test results. I know Connor had a similar situation back in the day. Why don't you tell him about it, Connor? Yeah, it was really god fucking damn. <laughs> right, don't be embarrassed. This is our best friend. They'll keep all of your confidential secrets secret. Isn't that right, listener? Like, the, I mean, the problem is, I just like I, I I don't know how to tell Liddy. Like, I mean, they told me that they were fine, but they're just not fine. Do you do you think I'm a good person, right, listener? You think I'm a good person, right? Uh oh. Wow. Listener, I didn't know you really felt that way about Connor. Connor, it's okay. Listener's actually a big, stupid, dumb idiot. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> fuck you. Yeah, fuck you. If you're yeah, fuck fuck you, you listener. <laughs> What'd you say, listener? Fuck oh. your ass. <laughs> What do you mean Garrett should let Jared and I have better free reign of the podcast? Oh, that is a good idea. Okay, <laughs> now we're fine. Uh, what do you, what do you I'm hanging up. Freeway kiss. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a good idea too, listener. What? You mean that everyone wants that? Oh, okay. I guess we can. can All right, we forgive you, listener. Thanks for listening to the show. <laughs> Bye. Bye. That was good. I, th- I think our listeners will feel uh, more like involved in the show. Mm-hmm, me too. Even more so. Um, great. Our last uh, piece of feedback was from Connor, your girlfriend, Liddy. She wanted us to talk about Love is Blind. I yeah. would That is a good to. transition into <gasps> Connor's Media Meltdown. <laughs> That was a weird. I'm <laughs> that yeah. clean. We could have played it. <laughs> good, good air horn. Good air horn. Thanks, appreciate it. I worked hard on that one. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I've been following down the rabbit hole of watching more like modern dating reality shows, and Love Is Blind season two was just released. So we finished it. So spoiler alert for Love Is Blind season two. I don't know any of their names, so I'm just going to be describing them. Okay. I. Uh, but uh, so the premise of behind Love Is Blind. It is like eight or maybe 10 hour long episodes in a season. And it starts with two groups of people, one men and one women. And like one at a time, they get to go into these pods where there will be a member of the other group. So like one man and one woman will be in these pods and they'll go on a date without being able to see each other. 
And by the end of the second or third episode or whatever, uh, we figure out who our main characters are, and they all propose to one each other, one another, and plan on getting married. They all propose to one another. Yeah, like so, like uh, like they go on like various dates and like mix it up. So like we'll start out with like there's realistically like 15 contestants on each side, but we really end up following like our five main characters of like five men and five women who end up pairing up. Mm-hmm. Okay. So like and like as like they build relationships and decide that they fucking love each other, then like <laughs> we stop paying attention to other people on the show. Why do all these dating shows have to be like? marriage at the end like why do the stakes have to be so high because i don't i don't care if people just get sad i want them to have like a, a potentially life-ruining event at the end. okay here's i have a i have a pitch for a dating show yeah totally. instead of getting married you take it one step further if if at the end of the show they think that they're they're like made for each other they need to have a baby <laughs> they need to commit even harder and create life with that pairing because like marriage they could just call it off if it doesn't work you need to create a human being to sh- say, I'm really in love. So what you're saying is we need to ruin somebody's life. Not necessarily the parents, but definitely the kids. They will <laughs> sign a waiver and it will be fine. Oh, okay. America works. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sign a waiver. So after they all propose to one another, they go to like on a, like a romantic Mexico vacation where then everyone in the group gets to meet one another. So you get like some spicy drama with people who like propose to somebody, they said no, and then they propose to somebody else and they said yes. They can oh see like their oh, first dang. choice. Shit like that. And then they move in together for a while and then they get married. And it's at the wedding ceremony with all the parents and shit where they get to decide whether or not they're going to be together forever. Oh, those are pretty good uh, high stakes in front of everybody. It's really good. So most people don't stay together, which is really good. <laughs> so the best one was this one couple and the dude was just like a turbo douche. He was, he was awful to be around. He is was it like, is it the guy who's like a 12 year old in an adult man's body? <laughs> You're going to have to be more specific. There was like, <laughs> I saw, I saw a clue of a guy. He's like standing at the, the altar. He's like swinging his arms back and forth. And he's like looking around. Oh no, I'll, I'll get, I'll get to him in a minute. Okay, cool. This dude, uh, he like, so he was always talking about how, like, he only dates white women. Uh, for reference, he's Indian, which I guess, I don't know, might make that make more sense. But he's like, I'm only attracted to white women, blah, blah, blah. And then he ends up, you know, getting engaged to another Indian woman. And, like, she's, she's very pretty. The, you know, great-looking, regular-ass person. They go to meet each other. And immediately, he's telling all the other dudes, like, yeah, I'm just not attracted to her. I'm not into her. But, like, we're going to make it work. And he's like, I'm going to get over this hurdle. And like you're like, oh, you're such a douche. And, uh, <laughs> oh, no. They go to the wedding, and luckily she turns him down. She's like, no, I'm not going to marry you. You don't think I'm attractive? Like I deserve so much more than this. And we're like, yeah, girl, like, yeah, you do, yeah. obviously. But uh, he like, so he, she walks off, and he has to stay with the wedding, like everyone in the wedding, and like they all try to go to comfort him, but he's like, yeah, I know it's not that big of a deal. Like I got tickets to Coachella tomorrow, so I don't even care. It's like, it was some shit. Like it wasn't Coachella, but it was something equally like. Do they tell him to say this stuff? I don't think so. No way. Like, yeah. This is just him being there. a douche, right? <laughs> but, uh, oh my God. The dude that uh, Jared was talking about, uh, I don't want to make any presumptions, but this dude is not medicated and definitely needs to be. <laughs> <laughs> Like he, like he, he couldn't sit still. He was moving around. He's got these like bug ass eyes that he stares everyone down with. 
he was like he was creepy and like pretty abusive like pretty like a, emotionally uh, abusive there was a clip of him like sitting on the couch with somebody and his friends like oh yeah i'm getting a snack he's like bro bro you want to get me one you want to freaking get me a snack bro he's like he someone put a tiktok video where it's like he is a 12 year old boy in an adult man's body and, and they show some clips and he speaks like all three of us did in middle school like exactly the same way <laughs> Uh, he was pretty good. Uh, he married like this, like seemingly like nice and stable person, and mm-hmm. she kept being like, "Oh, he's like he's so passionate, he's so interesting," and he just like started fights literally every time they spoke to each other. <laughs> but uh, nice. my favorite, my favorite part was a little soundbite that happened, and like you know, because uh, every now and again, like you know, Pokemon came out, so I was playing Pokemon when mm-hmm. Lydia and I were watching this. So, like I, you know, I phase it in and out sometimes, but uh, I was listening to this thing, and he, he just goes. Nah, I don't believe in 401ks. And that's, <laughs> that's all the context you need for this boy. Uh, I don't believe like that they exist. Yeah, I, I, I don't think he qualified that statement. <laughs> but uh, yeah, she left him at the altar, which is great. Nice. Uh, and yeah, I'm trying to see if there was any any other interesting couples. Oh, there was one. There was a girl, who, and she oh, she was great because she was like very religious. I did not believe in vaccination and like kind of like the host of like that sort of person that you think mm-hmm. like who's coming to mind. And it yeah. was like this like atheist alt-right troll boy who fell in love with her and proposed to her and they do the reveal where they look at each other and she's like, she's very conventionally attractive. And he's like, Oh yeah. runs up to like give her a hug and a kiss. And you can see the look in her eyes. She's like, Oh no, what have Ooh. I done? I hope, I hope that she saw that and went, oh, that's who likes this sort of thing. <laughs> I, There's I don't know. Yeah. Jared, there is no <laughs> personal growth that happens from this show. But yeah, it's, it's pretty good trash. Uh, soft recommendation mm. for it. I had to not watch the, I stopped watching the first season uh, after like episode four, because there was a scene where I uh, like, very similar to Troll Boy and uh, the anti-vaxxer, where it was like a woman who was like, she was laying in bed with a dude who was like 10 years younger than her, cuddling her from behind, whispering in her ear over and over, it's going to be okay. It's just you and us together forever now. Oh, it's fine. God. We're so in love. Oh and God. she has expressed multiple times in like interviews how much she's not into him. And I got so uncomfortable. I, ha- I turned it off and said, like, lady, I'm sorry. I'm not watching any more of this. I really <laughs> not watch that. You didn't so, yeah. even go to watch to see him like get officially dumped. Like nope. I bet that would be cathartic. I couldn't. I, it really, it like really just gave me such a bad taste in my mouth. <laughs> I was like, Ugh, like my entire skin crawled. That does not sound good. Yeah, no. yeah. So yeah, I love is blind. I cannot watch that. Love Check is it blind. It's uh, it's love it's probably better than The Bachelor. We don't have to. You want to talk about, about the, bachelor? the Bachelor? We don't have to, but like we don't have to. So, really quickly, Clayton I, is a fucking brick wall, dude. Why do people like? No one should like him. He sucks. He can sit. This dude, every time any woman talks to him, he'll be like, "Wow, thank you for sharing that." And then he'll leave, and it's like definitely so we can go talk to the producers and be like, "Hey, what the fuck do I say next?" It's great. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. I kind of like that. He, 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 do you saying. think what's gonna happen? Here's what my pitch is, or my thoughts was gonna happen: is it's gonna be like a Cyrano de Bergerac, where like one of the producers is speaking through this bachelor and then he has conversations i've read what the producer said to one of the girls so really the girl and the producer are falling in love 
but his I've, body is the is in face. His body and face uh, are in front. I wish there's a there's a really fun trend at least in I can't speak for all the Bachelor Bachelorette, but for the current seasons, where if you're a contestant and you get any alone time with the Bachelor after like the first time you meet them, you must talk about your trauma. And if you don't talk <laughs> about your trauma, then they won't tell you that you're brave and you're not getting a rose and staying in the game anymore. Got you gotta be brave. It, it's so it's so good and it's so like dumbly formulaic. It's I like, like that you're figuring out the the for, the formula and the the ways to get ahead. <laughs> oh no, it's game. awesome. Like I I would like to be on The Bachelor for the sh- sole purpose of just like sh- trying to like fuck with the rules, you know, and have some fun <laughs> to see see what you could get away with while still being The Bachelor. Yeah, it, it dude, it's I I don't even want to be like The Bachelor because like I would feel kind of gross about like you know dating eight hundred women at the same time. I want to be a contestant. Eight hundred? They should have one where it's eight hundred. <laughs> they should like have one where it's an insanely large pool. Just, okay. A hundred hours of content. <laughs> there is one good girl this season who, like, so, like, they all, when they start the show, they leave the limo, and they have to, like, introduce themselves. And some mm-hmm. people, like, introduce themselves. Some people get, like, cars to drive up in, because the producers like them. Mm-hmm. But this one this one girl, she walks out, she's like, I know I must be tired meeting all these girls, so if you uh, need something comfortable to sit on, you can sit on this. And she, uh, or, or she's like, I'm gonna get tired of this, so... If I get tired, I'm just going to sit down on this. And she holds up a picture of his face. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, like, pretty good. That's good. Yeah. That's good. She's fun. Gabby's my favorite. Gabby till the end, by the way. Actually, Gabby, don't date Clayton, because Clayton sucks. But whatever. Gabby to the end. Gabby yeah. to the end. Uh, All right. So I think that was Connor's media meltdown. Yeah, oh, I, I think it's time more. to rate <laughs> that segment. Uh, I rate it... Four girls in the fantasy suite. <laughs> I it's rate three. it dating 800 girls at once. <laughs> I rate it at least 30 more minutes of Connor's opinions that we haven't gotten to. <laughs> I, trust me, I can, I'm going to release an opinion. I, I take that back. I'm not doing that. Connor, you should have a Bachelor podcast. I don't want to because there, there's already so many of those. <laughs> yeah, but from your perspective... The most important, unique perspective. Listen, everyone knows that my perspective on things is the most important perspective. Uh-huh. On things. Mm-hmm. It's the reason we have the show is so that you can yeah. you can for get the word out. Yeah. This is for me, guys. Uh, speaking of, I want Connor. I wanted to get your opinion. Yeah, totally. On Elden Ring. Yes. Now, here's the thing. Elden describe Ring. describe to listeners what Elden Ring is. Yeah. Elden Ring is a new video game. Just came out. This past week? Uh, last Thursday. Last Thursday. Last Thursday and at 3 p.m. specifically. <laughs> it is a difficult game where yes. the player dies a lot and has yes. to retry, you know, stages and bosses and whatever. Mm-hmm. And, but it has been getting rave reviews. Mm-hmm. Yes. 10 out of 10s game of the year even though it's only march like best yeah, game it's of only the been out for a week yeah um so my question to you connor is so i've i tried the precursor game to this dark souls way back yes. in the day and yes. i got annoyed i was like this game is hard mm-hmm. i hate trying things over and over and you know i've been playing video games all my life i'm yes. not amazing you but are talented, not though. Bad. You can make games work. Yes. Yeah. So my question to you is, 
should I be scared of the, trying this game? Do I just suck? <laughs> uh, uh, I'd like to answer your second question first. Yes, but yeah, you get, can get, get better. You first get off, you good. can get good. Okay. I uh, so actually, I think this one's probably the easiest one yet, for the sake of it's an open world, and you like so the previous games were all pretty linear, where like you have to face you know each boss, each area one step at a time, or you will not okay. progress. This one, like if things are hard, you can just go somewhere else and do something else. I like that. Yeah, that sounds good. So that's good. Uh, it's still very hard, and I'm okay. not gonna hide that. Like, but also they're also more generous with checkpointing in this game. So like, you will lose less progress. And that's uh, good. Yeah, and uh, what's it called? They've also like they fixed a lot of systems that didn't work very well from the previous games. Hmm. It kind of feels like this is the version, like this is the magnum opus. I gotcha. So, are you? With all the reviewers, you're like ten out of ten. Yeah, I I yeah. I fully drink the Kool Aid. I like it's been out for less than a week, and no joke, I've put like at least twenty five hours into it. Wow. Now, yeah. Garrett, I think yeah. you and I have a similar background in this regard. Like, I played Dark Souls, and I got tired of the routine of walk two steps, wait for a fireball, then walk through, then know that this guy's going to attack you. Wait, then you attack once, then you go for like to just to get from one checkpoint to another. You had to memorize the pattern of what was going to happen, and you had to do it perfectly. And that was annoying to me. So I was like, ugh, this sucks. So I was, when Elden Ring comes, like, whatever, I don't care. I'm not going to get it. Then it started getting really good reviews. I was okay. like, oh, maybe I, maybe I will get it. And then it's, I saw the day it came out that it ran perfectly on Steam Deck, which is a handheld PC gaming system that I am very excited for. And as soon as I get that, I will be getting it. Ah, so I think see. you should also get it. Also, technically, these games are like soft multiplayer, so we can kind of play together a little bit. Really? Yeah, uh, you can like summon people into your world and like have them help you out with stuff. Wow! If yeah. I could get carried real quick, ooh, that'd be amazing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, totally. I'll, uh, I'll me, show up. Me and covered in pig's blood, right? Carried. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's, a really good, there's a really good. There's a really good. Yeah, I think you laughed even though you didn't get it. You're like, okay, funny. <laughs> okay. Oh. <laughs> okay, there's a horror movie with Sissy yeah. Spacek from like I think the 70s That's where so she plays Carrie, who's this psychic. Like, she has her first period where the movie starts and she gets psychic powers, and everyone makes fun of her and throws tampons at her. Um, and then when she gets mad, she or she focuses really hard and like shit blows up and dies, right? And so like she's a freak at school because all this weird shit's happening. Um, and then they all the mean kids at school play a prank on her when she goes to prom, which she's really looking excited for because the hottest boy asked her to prom, which is part of the prank. And so she goes and she wins prom queen. She gets up on stage and she's so happy because she thinks, oh, wow, I'm not a loser anymore. And they dump a bucket of pig's blood on her and it like covers her and embarrasses her. And because of her psychic anger issues, she gets so mad that she kills everyone in the school and runs John Travolta over with his car using her mind. And it's a great movie. So honestly. Carrie, when I said Carrie, yeah, I want to get carried, pig's blood. get covered in pig's blood, and then murder John Travolta, and then die, and then have the iconic scene of like your grave, and then a hand comes out. So that's how it ends. Got it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, you you should totally play it. It's very okay. Fun. It's, also, it's also like sixty dollars for something you might not enjoy. Yeah. 
like but, the, pro- you know. the problem is it's still a dark souls game like everything that i'm saying is with the asterisk but it's a dark souls game uh that's the part i'm worried about yeah exactly like, i mean i'm not I, i'm not going to convince you to play a genre you don't like it is really good though all right i'll think about it yeah. okay i have a, a a tangent related to this let's do it so okay. i was looking at videos of people playing elden ring on steam deck because i was like oh yeah. that's cool and then when i watched another video of someone like setting up their steam deck for the first time and they're like oh and you connect to wi-fi and they connect to their wi-fi and the wi-fi's name was pretty fly for a wi-fi and I think that is the absolute cringiest, worst fucking name for Wi-Fi in the whole goddamn world. I fucking hate it. It's like, one, it's something that was funny the first time you saw it online. And then I know that this person saw it online. I was like, I'm going to do that because that's pretty funny. So annoying. And two, it's also like, it makes you seem so old. It makes you seem so Gen X. Garrett? Oh, the reveal. <laughs> I am currently connected in my apartment to Wi-Fi called Pretty Fly for Wi-Fi. Cringe, Garrett. I, say, so cringe. I totally agree with you. I fucking hate this stupid name. <laughs> I've always hated it. cringe. So, uh, yeah, I'm with you. It's fucking dumb. We can come up with a better name for your Wi-Fi for you to change it to. My roommate, Max, who like made the Wi-Fi name like before I moved in here, he claims now that, like, oh, it's ironic because oh. it's so overplayed. But I don't think it is. I think it's just stupid. Yeah, that's what you say when you get called out for doing something cringe. I, yeah. I totally agree. Okay, what can we change it to? You have to change it. I can't um, let you. I can't leave you with that. It'd even be better to just call it Wi-Fi one two three four five. Yeah, it would be yeah, better. that sucks because I like Max too, but like, <laughs> it definitely makes you think less of him, right? Oh, 100%. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, you could do other. Cr- you just change it to other cringe shit just to like have a cringe like off with him. Yeah, what about like I love my Wi-Fi? Is that like? <laughs> enough get a little anime what about like fbi surveillance band number 28 oh what about one. female body inspector wi-fi oh, hell yeah how about you call it like that one so when people like oh, what's the wi-fi you say oh it's that one oh you mean that? you mean better. like uh, my my wi-fi's name is the clever wi-fi name yeah it's, it's, something the, it's like that. same energy same energy mm. i think we should end the show yeah, let's do it. <laughs> it's been, okay. It's been quite the episode. We've roasted each other a lot. We'll have a honey roast coming up and a choose your own adventure and the baggage episode. Yeah, cool. Oh, That's... no, yeah, the baggage episode's coming. Cool. Um, all right. Thank you, everyone, uh, for listening to this episode of Commercial Break. You can follow us on Instagram at commercial underscore underscore break. Uh, this has been Garrett, Connor, and Jared. Good night. See you soon. I remember to put the theme song in. Hell yeah. Leave this in. <laughs> Woo. That was fun.